The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Memorial Day weekend. It is Saturday, May 28th, the last weekend in May. Memorial Day weekend, the opener of Eagle Lake Trout Trophy Fishing. We're going to cover it all today, kicking it off first with the California Don and Captain James Smith talking halibut in San Francisco Bay. And now that live bait is available, you can bet they're jumping on the hooks even faster. Captain Tony Sepulveda from Greenwater Fishing is going to hook up with us from Eureka. Ocean salmon fishing has been great up there, but he's got a short season. But he's got that lost coast with the big kings, the big rock link, rock and lingcod and the Pacific halibut in addition to our California halibut. Merlin Cole will join us from Bodega Bay. He's chasing kings and rockfish today if the wind allows. Tim Boggs from Elkhorn Bait and Tackle hooks up with us with great action going on in our river systems and lakes. And Alan Fong's got trips and tips with Alan Fong Outdoors on the YouTube channel. And there's a whole lot more coming up in our second hour, including going live to Eagle Lake and hooking up with Fish Traveler's Guide Service. Senior Tuna's got some info for us. And Suhu Sport Fishing gives you a wrap-up on the Delta Striper spawn. And it's still going on out there. You can still catch lots of fish. And Travis Morgan's back from Mexico. He got into the jacks down there. I don't know if it was amber jacks or whatever, but he said it was nonstop. And, of course, Dave... Or Jack Daniels. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> And of course, yeah, maybe he did mean <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> and Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, will be hooking up with us too with freshwater opportunities for you Northern California anglers. Let's waste no time. Let's go to San Francisco Bay. Let's go to the Berkeley Marina and climb on board with one of the best in the West, Captain James Smith of the California Dawn and Dawn One and the Dawn hey, Two. Hey, Sep, did you notice when he redid the Cal Dawn Two? That he actually had the floors done in halibut. Have you noticed that? Cause I, I have been noticing that a yeah, lot lately. Yeah, he had lately. the floors on the Caldon 2 done in halibut. I would think people would be tripping over. I let's would go think li- so, too. Let's go live to the decks and find out what's going on. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. So how's that new textured floor of halibut you've got in your boat? Uh, you know what? The boat didn't come stock like that. We had to just kind of improvise. <laughs> it worked out pretty good. Well, apparently it works every day because when you leave, there's none on the deck. And when you come back, they're all over the place. Funny how that happens. Yeah, yeah. wow. What, what a what a wild week. And, yeah, there's some pretty impressive photos out there right now. I mean, that's been going on this whole season. But it just hit the next level this last week. We started to uh, see a lot of big fish come over the rail. Uh, once these ties mic down, we're on a big set, and now the ties are small. And, gosh, the big ones showed up, the ones that were usually fishing out in the ocean. They're in the bay right now. And I, I sent you guys a couple of clips. Of course, Kent, your buddy Ish was out with me the other day, landed on a day 76 halibut. And uh, yeah. most of those, a lot of those fish were, like, just jumbo, monster, you know, 15, 20, 25-pound fish. It was just incredible fishing um, how many did you let him catch that's all i want to know <laughs> well he legally took home his three but i think he had i would say seven or eight fish yeah 
for the day. So, I mean, he that hey, that guy's an impressive fisherman, saltwater, freshwater. I mean, he could do it all, but that's he loves that halibut fishing, and he's really good at it. So, yeah, he yeah. really does. And he was actually talking. He was talking at the at the last. Uh, uh, Apex Cup tournament. It was just like, can we get this thing over with so I can go home and go saltwater fishing? The halibut are biting. So, yeah, he was definitely ready to ready to get back on the ocean. I can tell you, folks. James just sent me those <laughs> pictures. We're talking about. You can't walk around his boat without stepping on a halibut. But this was a photo opportunity. God, they look beautiful. Great, great, and they are chubby little devils. Yeah, it's been an amazing fight this last week here on the big fish. They showed up just a few days ago. We're back in the Central Bay where uh, the big ones just tend to hang out more in, in bigger numbers. And we were in the South Bay getting lots of fish, smaller grade. We had limits down there a few days. And, you know, just to knock out limits, period, for a 25-man load, that's a big – I mean, you got to go through, you know, a couple hundred fish to get that. But we had that the other day. We had near limits yesterday. Um, the guys were wiped out. We had a lot of fish, a lot of break-offs. So we stopped just four fish short of limits for the whole boat. But uh, limit style fishing really good all over the bay. And uh, there's some there's some pretty impressive schools. There's fish south, there's fish north, and there's fish in the middle. And, and you know which batch I'm concentrating on. I'm, I'm working on those big ones here in the middle. So a lot of good action here in the bay. Uh, bay's been fantastic for us. Everything's been been working really good. We've well, been this was your this was your first. Fish. This was your really first full week of having the opportunity to use live bait. Did it make a significant difference? Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, we we were getting limits on the troll, but, you know, everybody wants to fish the bait. It's so much more fun. And, yeah, we did see a just – it was like throwing a light switch, you know. And it opened up areas that we haven't been able to fish. Like, I haven't been able to fish deep water off of Angel Island. Once you get outside of 30 feet of water, uh, especially with the big gang of people, trolling is just – very difficult there's a lot of tangles and it's just you got to be really on the ball with the gear but uh live bait fishing you just drop them in no matter what depth you're in you could uh you could fish it so it's been a blessing to have anchovies in the tank again you know i kind of kind of like you know you, you pull the restraints off and you say hey you can go anywhere any spot pick them up move to another spot it's just a lot easier to fish and a lot more fun for the guys well, I tell you, James, it sounds to me like you got the best of all the worlds going on down there right now. Great halibut action. The guys are still experiencing good striper fishing in the Delta. Great sturgeon action seems to be year-round nowadays. And with what you've got there and salmon fishing being open, but it's going to close here pretty quick. You're going to get a lot more people interested in bay fishing when they shift to the salmon when we close for 30 days. Yeah, I already told my crew I said get ready to hang on the boat. This bay is going to get awfully busy. Kids school people are looking for things to do and the salmon fleet will be inside the bay capitalizing on this big bite but uh you know it seems like a lot of fish to go around so we're fortunate to have that this season um especially with you know the closure on the salmon uh, we're going to be shut down a lot of folks don't know but we end on the 31st and uh it's going to close be closed all the way to the 21st it'll reopen so I'm looking forward to doing some salmon. We're going to switch gears here and uh, start some salmon trips up on the second opener. I'm waiting for these things to get a little closer to home. $7.10 a gallon for diesel. Let me tell you, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're burning 30 gallons an hour, do the math. It's, it's tough. So we're going to, uh, but we're going to shift gears, do a little bit of salmon fishing, 
uh, from the opener on through July and, uh, you know, keep the keep the halibut stuff on certain days when the tides are really, really good. Well, you've got the perfect opportunity with the Dawn 1 and the Dawn 2 now to get out there and take care of business, take those customers exactly where two, they need. He owns two gas tanks. He has two pits in which <laughs> yes. to throw money. Yes, he does. <laughs> Nothing but fun spending cash out there. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. James, give him all the hookup info you need. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Check us out on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com. Also, California Dawn Sport Fishing on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check us out. Come out. Catch a halibut. Hey, we got room this coming week, too, which is uh, usually people are hungover after the big holiday weekend. So uh, you should see some light boats here available to take you out halibut fishing there you have it folks don't miss the opportunity and make your reservations if you intend to go out for the next 30 days or so because there's going to be a lot of action going on in the bay with the temporary closure of salmon for about 30 days or so i'll have all the dates and everything i think it's june 23rd is the reopener i'm not certain though captain james smith on the california dawn is a great guy to get out there with and have a wonderful day on the water make your reservations james thanks for hooking up with us we'll talk to you next time Thanks, guys. Have a great show. You do the same, my friend. Take care. Give them a show on the water. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're heading to Eureka to green water fishing with Captain Tony Zapolvita right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from Hi 
high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, there's a lot going on down here, no question about it, with halibut, salmon, sturgeon, stripers, and all of our great freshwater opportunities. We've got a salmon closure that's coming up here, a temporary closure. Ogney will tell you more about it. It's part of the deal they worked out. They had about a month of fishing, and now they've got a layoff for about 30 days. I believe it closes 531 and reopens again on June 23rd. It'll be that second opener, and then it goes for the full season there. And it's a little different up north, up in the Eureka area, where our next guest is. He's got an sh- even shorter season, but he's got some pretty trophy monster fish, kind of monster lings, monster rockfish, big halibut, Pacific halibut. He's got it all up there. Let's go live t- to the decks with Tony Zapolveda and Greenwater Fishing and find out what he's up to this week. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How we doing? I'm doing spectacular, and I hope you're doing well this Memorial Day weekend, too. Tony, what's going on with your short season up there? What kind of an opportunity did you have for Big Kings? Yeah, we've got a short split season this year. Again, we're coming up on a closure here uh, May 31st, but we've had really good salmon fishing all month. Uh, yesterday, actually yesterday, it took us uh, the first couple stops. We didn't get them, but uh, about uh, 9.30, we got on the fish. And we had limits of nice kings in about an hour. So they've been biting really well. What size are you getting? Is it a good grade of fish? Yeah, they're kind of a mixed grade. Uh, there's fish from, you know, on the small end down to like seven pounds. And, uh, I had a 24 pounder day before yesterday. And, uh, so there's, they're, they're all across the board. Tony, now yours but, is, uh, you've got the split season. And with the closure coming up for you also on the 31st, do you reopen on the 23rd also? 
nope, we don't open again until August 1st for mm. salmon. So they're pushing us back a little ways here. But, uh, yeah, we got plenty to do in the meantime. Yeah, uh, we yeah. kind of kind of skirting around it right now because it is salmon season. But uh, you have the best of all the worlds when it comes to coastal saltwater fishing. Tell our listeners what you've got not only in the bay, out the bay, but down the coastal ways. Yeah, I mean, the bottom fishing really steals the show up here. And, uh, you know, that's what so many of my regulars drive up from the Bay Area down south all the way down, you know, Monterey and Central California come up here to to get in our on our bottom fishing. Uh, just incredible lingcod fishing up here. Uh, old growth rockfish that just don't, uh, they just don't get a lot of pressure up here. And, uh, and they grow big because of it. Big Pacific halibut mixed in with them. Uh, fish to, you know, pushing 90 pounds aren't uncommon. And uh, so we're spoiled up here. Yeah, and I got to tell you, folks, a 90-pound halibut is not like the ones we're catching in San Francisco Bay. Although a couple of big ones do get caught every now and then. But the difference is about, oh, 75 pounds between the 90s and what's available (laughs) in the bays. And let me tell you, that turns an old man into a very weak old man pretty quick. Tony, what's the biggest halibut (laughs) you've ever caught up there? I've had them pushing a hundred. I've never seen one over a hundred here. We don't get, uh, you know, we don't see like the two hundred pound stuff like they do up in Alaska. But, uh, no, but, uh, but uh, yeah, ninety five pound halibut. It's a pretty darn big animal. Well, I got to tell you a quickie story. Uh, I was up in the in uh, oh, where the British Columbia at a lodge, and uh, they said there's halibut out here. Let's put on a salmon head and let's just give it a shot. And I'm like, yeah, a salmon head, okay. Well, something was gobbling on it. Something kept pulling on it. Something started tugging on it. Something started pulling the boat off of anchor. Something started dragging us around. And I could not get the head off the bottom. I could not lift it no matter what. I got both feet planted on the rail. I got a deep sea rod in my hand with about, I don't know, probably 100-pound test. I'm sitting there cranking that. And I just get the head. Oh, I got his head coming up. He's coming up. He's coming up. And you know when they just get that, I think I'm going to leave, move. And they just go... Their little flap of the tail. I saw a line <laughs> screaming off that thing faster than I've ever seen before. Right before I heard a gunshot go off when that line snapped. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no clue how big it was, but there is no doubt in my mind sounds to it me like weighed a, more than me. Sounds to me like a kokanee fisherman fighting out of his weight class. Yeah, that, definite, <laughs> that is definitely true. I got my butt handed to me by a big halibut. But that's the point. That's the fun of halibut fishing, no question about it. Well, Tony, you've, you've got everything up there. The Lost Coast is one of the most beautiful stretches. I've been watching a lot of videos on it. I haven't got the nerve yet to drive that road myself. i got to get a train of people to come along and fix my car, I have a feeling, if I have problems on that road. They've got some tricky little trails back there, don't they? Yeah, they do. That's why we come in by boat. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the best roads in the world, but you can drive around out there. What looks like about a, oh, maybe an hour and a half drive, probably take you, what, six or eight hours to get through? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's slow going in that country. Well, Tony, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to get out there with green water fishing and experience what you've got up along the Lost Coast as well as right out the gate. Yeah, you can check out what we're doing on our website, EurekaFishing.net. Facebook's actually the the best place to keep up on uh, on what's going on. I update that pretty regularly. Uh, Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. Phone number 707-845-9588. Hey, is the Bay Halibut Fishing open now? 
It is open, and it actually sounds like it's, uh, you know, this is pretty early. I usually don't start thinking about it until about mid-June, but I had a buddy that was in there the other day and uh, caught three limits in about uh, three hours, and they were a nice grade of fish. So mm. sounds like they're uh, they're there and biting. I haven't done it yet, but, but we will. Folks, do not waste your time. Get a hold of Tony. Make sure you get some reservations and get up there and enjoy the opportunity that that whole area offers. Give him that phone number real quick. 707-845-9588. Captain Tony Zapalbiter with Greenwater Fish, and don't miss the Eureka opportunity for ocean salmon, rock cod, ling cod, and some big halibut, too. Thanks for hooking up with us, Tony. We'll talk to you again next time. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. What a great guide and a great guy. I'm Speak- actually headed up towards Tony's neck of the woods next weekend after the show. Oh, maybe you can stop for- by and grab some halibut while you're for- up there. You seem for- to do pretty well, good. Well, you're a lot closer to James Smith if you want halibut. You know, it's a, well, it's you, a little jaunt you, down the bay. You ended up uh, pilching a little or pilching I'm a little sure off we'll of our that with friend Mr. Tuna. Tuna. <laughs> yeah. So, no, nah, I'm going to be up around Fortuna Mar- for a little family uh, deal next weekend for a couple days. Cool, cool. And yeah. then Marilyn poached it right off of you. M- Marilyn definitely put her request in for some tuna. So we got her. Yeah, senior tuna took pretty good care of me. We'll talk about it when tuna comes. I'm out. certain of that. Let's go to Bodega Bay. Let's climb on board the Real Magic and let's hook up with the man himself. Captain Merlin Cole joins us live right now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seb. Good morning, Kent. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. It sounds like you're pounding out in the water. Is that true? No, no. We're just wrestling around here on deck. We got our boat all warmed up. We're getting ready to go. It's uh, going to be a great day today. Well, tell our listeners what's been going on out there. I know you've had a lot of wind blowing down the coast lately. Uh, have you been able to get out? Yeah, it's been tough the last uh, several couple weeks here, but... Uh, uh, the wind has turned off a couple of days ago, and uh, conditions are really shaping up. Uh, quite a few silvers are being caught. We caught a couple yesterday, and uh, a couple of kings are being caught. We 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 missed uh, our opportunity with uh, with uh, the king bite yesterday, but we did our best. And when we had to, we uh, bailed out and went and got some rockfish and finished up our day on a positive note. Well, you know, you're talking about those silvers coming in there. That's a dangerous thing for a lot of people. Not that it's a dangerous fish, but it's a dangerous fish to keep because you can't keep silvers. You have to return them to the water. So, folks, if you're out there, identification of those fish is very important, isn't it? Yeah, let me talk just a minute about that, Seth, really briefly. I know you've got a booked-up show. No, it's important. guys, out there regarding those silver salmon, they're they're clear as day to identify – when you come up to the boat, you should never net a silver salmon. Basically, it will die if you do, for the most part. You can tell a silver salmon when he's behind your boat. You look him right in the face. His mouth, most of the time, is wide open. They don't close their mouth. They don't swim with their mouth closed. Their mouth is open a lot. And when you look at him, it looks like he's wearing white lipstick, kind of like Kent does sometimes. Yeah, I've, seen, I've noticed that similarity myself. Uh, keep it up. Yeah, Marlon. white lipstick. And the, 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 the rim of his mouth is white, and you can see it plain as day if you look. But if you just net the fish and bring them on board, and then you're like, wow, is that a silver? Is that not a silver? You have all these questions in your mind. You can't go by the dots because sometimes uh, king, silver salmon do have markings on their back that look like a king. Really difficult to tell. The two most noteworthy things are the white lipstick and the small scales. If and- you've got a bunch of small scales that come off, Probably a silver. There's other ways to identify, but they're pretty complicated. But watch out for the white lipstick, Kent. Yeah, and they're right again. All the kings have big black lips. They just 
absolutely dark around the whole mouth and around the teeth, too. So that's your definition. Merlin, that's a great tip. And truly, leave them in the water. Just shake them off your hook when you can. That's just the best way to deal with it. Merlin, the opportunities uh, abound, though. If you've got a little bit, the fish haven't moved in on you, or if they've pulled out or they're a long ways off, you got windy conditions, you've got all kinds of options along there, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. We are getting a steady stream of fish trickling in from outside. Um, every day there's few more and more fish being caught every day. We're going to try to get some today. Um, but, yeah, if, if the kings aren't cooperating, we can go chase rockfish. We can go chase Get some lingcod. Uh, you got a lot of options here in Bodega Bay. And then you got um, really about short run. then you got about a thirty day break here from uh, the thirty first when it closes down for the uh, short closure, and then reopens again on the twenty third. I believe the Department of Fish and Wildlife bulletin said. So that's absolutely correct. It reopens on the twenty third of June. So they'll be ready to roll again. So you can make your reservations. Go out and get a little bit of rockfish and everything. If you don't have a salmon reservation after the thirty first, you can go out and get. Rockfish, lingcod, all that good stuff that they offer up in the Bodega Bay area, not to mention having a great day in a small community along the coast. It's a good way to relax and throw some of that stress away. Merlin, give them all the hookup information they need so they can find out more about the real magic and book a trip with you, whether it's for salmon or rockfish or whatever they want to chase. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Sep. Uh, Your listeners can get a hold of us at uh, realmagicsportfishingcharters.com on the web. They can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Facebook at Real Magic Captain. And they can always give us a phone call at 707-875-BOAT. You got it, Merlin. Thank you much. Good luck to you guys on the water today. I hope you have a very successful salmon troll. Enjoy it, my friend. Great. Have a great show, guys. All right. Captain Merlin Cole aboard the Real Magic. Let's take another break right now. When we come back, we'll have our little RV and destinations recommendations. And then we're taking you to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle. Well, it's really Elkhorn Outdoor Sports, but it'll always be Elkhorn Bait to me. We'll be right back after this quick break. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging 
fishing, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Seth with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hi, everybody. I've got some great ideas for your security and peace of mind when you're out RVing or camping or traveling in the outdoors. You know, every newbie must have certain things. There's no question about it. Some of them are inexpensive. Some of them are very expensive. But there's things called uh, glamorous camping things, better known as glamping, that allow RVers to have some security and peace of mind, and that's a great way to start off on your RVing vacations. Check this out. Did you know that all RV door locks are usually keyed similar with just a very few varieties in the key codes? That's right. All the door locks, all the deadbolts, and even all your exterior lower storage space around the bottom. I could tell you my key number right now, and it would be the same as yours. We can open up our neighbors. They can open up you. Low lives can open those doors anytime they want because they've got the key too. There's a company out there that sells a lot of stuff. But first, if you don't believe me, Check out your keys and check out a key of your friends out there that's got an RV and see if you can't open up each other's storage units and maybe even their doors. Not a good feeling when you leave your RV behind with a dog or a cat or something in it. Wouldn't be a very good idea. Well, for security and peace of mind, here's another one for you. You might want to check out RVLock.com. That's right. These guys make a it's a push-button lock that replaces your entire door lock. I don't have any idea how much it costs. I just know I've got an electric bike in there that I want to protect. And I'm sure you've got something, too. 
RVLock.com. You can order it over the internet. It's simple to install. Comes with a fob, no less. You can push a button and it unlocks your RV door for you. And the second item that is becoming more and more a necessity with everything going on in our wonderful world these days is a security camera. And I know big systems are expensive and my God, imagine them in an RV. Well, there's a company out there called RioLink and they've got a solar and battery powered unit with a 13 foot cord with a security camera on it with memory card, it loop records, it has motion detectors on it so it picks up whenever anything's close by to your vehicle and it can be used indoor, outdoors, wherever you wanna keep an eye on things and you can move it back and forth and it sends you a text message or an email whenever you have somebody real close. And that's just two glamping newbie ideas that you might want to think about. Change your RV locks over. That new company, RVLock.com, has got the answer there. And I think Rio Link, R-E-O-L-I-N-K, has got the security camera system that you'll definitely enjoy. Take care and be safe out there while you're camping. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and uh, it's a busy day. There's a lot of things going on out there today. And if you haven't heard, it's also the opener of Eagle Lake. We'll be heading up there. It's a little windy, I understand, up in the northeast corner of our state. You know, this used to be a weekend you would be mandatorily taken off. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't miss the when opener. you had your house oh, yeah, up there. I always miss the opener. I sit you there always, and watch them all go yeah, by. Yeah, you always used to wave and eat bacon, but you'd fish on like Wednesday or I'll something. see you guys out there Tuesday yeah. Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning. Right, right. You go out and have a great time, guys. You and those other two or 300 boaters out there on the lake that are scaring the hell out of all those fish. Those fish drop down. They're sitting on the bottom going, what the hell is so, happening? Well, yeah, here? they haven't seen a boat since about November last no, year. No, actually, the lake stayed open till February oh, this yeah. year. I don't think too many people got on there after Christmas, however. Right. Why I- they extended it, I don't know. They had... Hey, let's do something to offer more fishing. Let's extend it into the winter while it's frozen solid. Right. There's a great opportunity. Will there be a lot of folks up there for the opener this weekend, Seth? Is you know, that still a with, tradition? It's so hard, you know, with the price of gas. I saw diesel yeah. this morning, six seventy nine. Um I, I don't think they're gonna draw the people that they used to draw up there pre COVID and all that right. stuff. I think it'll be a little bit less. But uh the lake is such a good body of water and just like everything, it's just opened. Yeah. The fishing's going to get great once the thermocline develops and the fish concentrate in certain areas and particular areas the around the lake. weather stabilizes a little bit and yeah. a lot of the things are going right on. Right now, it's just open. You go yeah. up there, and usually somebody catches some monsters along the way. Well, I think way. all of our friends that ventured to the Sierras for Memorial Day weekend are probably not going to 
get a sunburn this weekend. No, nope. they, they won't come out of a hoodie long enough to get any sun. Well, you know, maybe some of the smarter people have decided to stay a little bit closer to home. There's great opportunities here, you know, and it isn't always salmon and kokanee and sturgeon and stripers. How about great catfish action? Monster cats are jumping on the baits. Panfish action's going great. Folsom Lake's kicking it in, and there's still a lot of striper action going on. Let's go live to Elkhorn Outdoor Sports, but I call it Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, and hook up with the owner out there, Tim Boggs. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Seth. Good morning. Well, Guy, there's a lot of stuff going on out there, but it's real easy to overlook some of the other fishing opportunities, like the great catfishing you got. Absolutely. Uh, Cats are going great right now. Um, I just got in 450 crawdads. It's a great bait for catfish, and nice landing right now um, is a hot spot. And with the water level, uh, that's where you got to go anyway. Verona's closed. That's right. The um, ramp. You but, sent me a note a couple of weeks ago that the ramp is a uh, little on the exposed side there right now. Uh, yeah, it's about thirty feet away from the water. So that makes it so, just a little uh, little muddy down there as you get closer to the water. <laughs> it really does. Well, well great catfish yeah. action out there is significant. And when we're talking great catfish, I grew up catching little catfish that were like, oh, 10 to maybe 14 inches. We're not talking, we catch some of those out there, but the dogs you're talking about, those cats out there, they're like monsters. They're four, five, 10, 15, 20 pounds sometimes. Yeah, it's not uncommon at all to pull in a 10 pound cat. Um, Best time to fish for them, they're nocturnal, so the best time to fish for them is at night. But we're getting cats that are 12, 14, 15 pounds regularly. Well, well it's fun fishing. There's no doubt about that. Well, you know, if the catfish action is good, that means the panfish action is good, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, nice landing. Uh, they've got some pretty decent crappie, uh, lots of uh, lots of bluegill. Uh, Folsom Lake for... Um, uh, bluegill, uh, right by the dam, uh, is a great bait too. Hey, Tim, is there, uh, is there enough water at night's landing? Is, are they launching back a ridge cut? Is there, is there water there? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's not a problem. I launched there, uh, what was it, a week ago, a week, 10 days okay. ago. And yeah, it's, it's, it's in and out. Not a problem. Not a problem there. And then it, those folks that want to fish that Verona area, it's not that long a run up from Elkhorn. Nope. Uh, we put in, as a matter of fact, we put in it uh, at night, and it took us about 15 minutes, maybe, yeah. 18 minutes to get down uh, by Verona. No problem getting down so. through Portuguese Bend right now and all that stuff. The water's not too low. You can get down through Portuguese Bend. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Because sometimes that gets a little skinny. Yeah. You do, what you really have to look out for are the stick-ups. Yeah, those, you know, those, deadhead, whole... those big deadhead uh, trees that have that are you mean like there. the one that Kyle Grover met? Uh, yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of them in that river. I, yeah, and, and you know what, Seth? There's usually a bass on every one of those too. There's usually a right. pro, there's usually yeah. a prop in a few yeah, of them too. Sometimes there's a prop blade stuck in them. I've seen that a time or two. On so have I. Lake Millwood in Arkansas. I'm going. Why do they put a prop in the top of that stump? Well, <laughs> they put it in the lower part of that stump, and it was underwater at the time. Yeah, it just it stayed Absolutely. there. But, but obviously, I've spent a little bit of time on that stretch of the river, Seth. I've I've done a you know, I mean, I grew up fishing from from Verona to Knight's Landing. Oh, well, I was uh, a I was area. a cat fisherman down there at the Antioch PG and E plant, that warm yeah. water discharge area. We lived out there. Well, the other thing that's cooking out there is striper fishing is kind of winding down, but they're still available, and a lot of fish are still being caught, aren't they? We had a 28 inch striper brought in day before yesterday. Um, 
you, you gotta you gotta look around for them. Uh, but they're they are still catching stripers. I'm ordering pile worms. Uh, I think we got what six boxes of pile worms in yesterday, and uh, and blood worms. Uh, believe so, me, there's still a lot of males running around up there going, where'd the girls go? Hey, hey, where'd everybody going? <laughs> Absolutely. They were just a little late yep. to the party, so you want to go try to catch those stupid fish. Uh, yep, yep. And with the weather we've been having the last few days, um, heck, you can get out there and, and enjoy the the entire day. How's the live bait you know, situation so. going? I know you had some difficulties getting ghost shrimp right now. Yeah, ghost shrimp are pretty well out of season. Once uh, once the salmon opens up in Oregon, uh, that pretty well cuts us off on uh, on ghost shrimp. I got uh, I got frozen ghosts, but uh, the live stuff probably done until October now. Now, what is what's the uh, best opportunity for catfishing out there? Uh, right now, from six p.m. on. And what baits uh, would, what baits would you be using? Crawdads and uh, live minnows. Yep. Um, the the uh, large live metal. Are you letting the crawdads uh, walk? Are you letting crawdads yeah. hang out strictly on the bottom, or are you suspending them? Because I used to suspend them at Clear Lake just off the bottom, and that was pretty good technique. Yeah, a lot of guys uh, will put them on a bobber exactly. and keep them, you know, four or five inches off the bottom. Yes, uh, but then you got some guys that. Uh, Hook them through the tail and put them right on the bottom. Yeah, I just think so. those are going to find some stick or some leaves to get under, and nobody's ever going to see them. But I guess I don't give those fish enough credit for being able to sniff them out. Yeah, you bet. You bet you. Well, and t- crawdads are top predators, so you know they're 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 good to eat. A lot of protein for those fish to devour, no question about it. And yeah. I'm sure they're still catching sturgeon in the rivers too, because those some of those sturgeons stay in that system all the time. They really do. And, you know, we've, we've got so many sturgeon. Um, I, I think it's a, a year-round thing. Um, I've got guys coming in that, that are going out specifically for sturgeon, and uh, they're doing fine. I'm hearing more and more cur- sturgeon caught from shore than ever before. Guys that are out yep. there fishing for just about anything, if they've got bait on down there, good chance they're going to catch a sturgeon, just like the guy caught a five-and-a-half-footer at Lake Berryessa on a spinning rod a couple oh of weeks God. ago. Really? That guy wow. had a hand, He had a handful. He's lucky he had an eight-foot rod in his hand because that's the only thing that helped him get that fish in. <laughs> Tim Boggs up yep. at Elkhorn Outdoor Sports, folks. Stop in, get all the greatest information you need that's l- the latest and greatest and up-to-date, and get everything you need for fishing while you're there and all the great baits that they've got in stock tim give them the address there so tell them how they can find it real quick already 6745 20th street we're right on the corner of 20th and elkhorn uh you can find us on the web uh facebook our phone number is 991-5298-916 area and uh we're here seven days a week all right partner you have a good one thanks for sharing it with our listeners today and we'll talk to you again real soon you betcha. Have a great show. Elkhorn, Elkhorn Outdoor Sports and Elkhorn Bait and Tackle. It'll always be that to me. Hey, it's about time for Alan Fong Outdoors, isn't it? Rope fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. And joining us right now is the man himself from Alan Fong Outdoors, Alan Fong. Good morning, Al. Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing fantastic. Go ahead, Isn't Ken. he supposed to be in here next week? He'll be here next week. Oh, nice. Comes in the first week of every month. Really? Yeah. Right. Chances, I am. 
<laughs> joins us on the phone because it's so much easier. He can lay there in bed and talk to all the listeners out there. Hey, guy, you've been cranking out some videos this week. I started to rename your segment Tips and Trips because every yeah. week you're giving them a trip and you're giving them tips on Wednesday. Tell them about yeah. what you put out for this week and the great action you experienced. We do that. Um, I've snuck up to Stampede, and um, I've never experienced fishing this crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was off the hook crazy. You couldn't even use two rods. By the time you got one out, you couldn't even bait the second rod. It would go off. There's no point trying it, to stack, was there? No, not even use two downriggers. You know, I've had, I bring a lead core rod. I can't even get my downrigger one. You know, it's just off the hook. And the fish, you know, there there's some small ones in the in there in the mix. But if you just kept your limit, you could get 14, 15 inch cokes easy. Oh yeah, and uh, I never seen it like this. It's absolutely nuts. They're just jumping on it, man. That's all there is to it. The water temperatures are getting ideal. Everything's heading their way, and it is time to grow, and that's exactly what they're up to. I remember the days uh, – I was talking to Rick Kennedy just the other day. He came by the house, and we were talking about uh, Stampede and the great early season action that it's famous for and how everybody kept yeah. quiet about it for a long time. But more and more people are finding out that that lake turns on pretty darn quick. Probably Boca does too because it's the same water supply through there. But uh, what what great action Allen experienced is something that other people are starting to experience. James Netzel's already hearing about it from a lot of his cronies up there. And uh, I'll be heading up there with yeah. myself here pretty quick. Allen, uh, what was your best technique? And uh, I know, know any place worked. Last week I went up there and I pulled up in a lot. I saw Richie Height. I saw Troy Barr. And I'm going, what are these guys doing up here? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> there was only maybe – maybe a dozen boats. Um, there's more and more, you know, now, but the fishing up there, we tried all different things. And uh, Rick Teagues went with me twice last week. And to get that guy to go coconut fishing, you know, it's got to be off the hook, but we would use all different baits. It didn't matter. We even didn't even clip them in the downrigger and just let a hundred feet out. And, you know, the bigger ones seemed to be on top, which was kind of weird. Good. But the graph lit up. I mean, you if you have your meter set up right and everything, you could see them, drop right down to them, and it's instantly. Yeah, so, some, sometimes they're ripping it off the downrigger before you even get it to the depth you're looking for. It it can, yeah. it can well, That happens a lot. <laughs> it can be absolutely amazing up there. And if you get four lines down, you're in the wrong place. That's all there is to yeah. it. Yep. Well, well, what were your, what was your big tip for this week that you were giving folks? Um, you know, on this last one that I did up there, actually I had, um, Denise and my wife with me and we caught so many and, you know, I proved it to them on how important it is on your setback, how far they are and what it does to your lure. So even your leader behind your, behind your dodger, you know, keep them short, like one and a half times the length. So probably about eight inches. And also when you clip it into your downrigger, if you clip it in 30, 50 feet out, and I proved it over and over to, to Denise because she didn't believe me, and I said, watch, and I put mine 10 feet, and I, my, as soon as mine got to where I stopped the downrigger, it's fish on. More so action. what happens when you clip it in short, it's more radical. 
everything. When it's shorter, it's more radical action transmitted to your dodger and to your lure. And that's exactly yeah. what you want out there. You want to be creating the vibrations and showing yeah. showing the action of that uh, wounded fish or wounded bait behind it so that they're going to come up and attack it with a great impulse. Yeah, strike. Hey, how yep. many were you losing up there? If you were catching that many, how many were you losing? Um, you know, when we were top lining, we lost quite a few, you know, and uh, they're actually bigger fish, but they're so, you know, athletic, jumping everything and everything, they, they come off. And they but, know how you know, they know how to fun. land on the leader too. They figured that out a long time ago. Yeah, guys asked me, "Go, you put it in neutral?" I said, "Heck no, you keep going because shoot, I got to, especially if it's not on my rod because I want to hook up." Hey, <laughs> I Alan, don't stop. Hey, I just keep going. Hey, Alan, you were up at Bullard's Bar a couple of weeks ago. Also, how's the action up there? What are you hearing? Um, we were up there. Uh, we did a, the first video up there, and I had Denise and her mom, and we caught over sixty. It's just crazy. The only thing about Stampede is a little bit faster, the action, and the fish are twice as big. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, that does make it a little bit more desirable. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but you get 10 at Stampede, at Bullers. Yeah. It's, uh, not five. I know, that because they're small and they're abundant. That's the whole idea. Well, I'll tell, yeah. you, I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the trip I'm going to take with Mr. Netzel up there. I'm going to go out with Tight Lines Guide Service and do a little kokanee fishing. Maybe I can drag Mr. Brown along and show him some of the benefits. Not of unless it. you drug me first. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's probably getting older now. He'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, he'll want to just sit there and hold a rod in his hand you while know, you troll along. None of this casting to shore or jigging Seth, or anything. I'll go, I'll go down with you on the dawn and we'll catch halibut. I'll go out with Merlin. We'll catch salmon. I'll go do stripers in the Delta, but, uh, you know. Hey, don't worry about it. Feelings mutual. Really? I ain't going bass fishing with really? you either. Kokanee? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, you just remember just remember this conversation, Brown. Uh, you, you know, older, I got no you, issue with it. I got no issue with it. Alan, he's uh, going to sell all his rods and turn into a co- ultralight kokanee <sighs> freak. You I, watch. There you go. Uh, I, don't, I, I'll I take, got Rick to change. I'll take over and under on that. Yeah, well, what's going to happen if Rick becomes a kokanee fisherman? And I, I mean, you know, Sepp was pretty innovative with all of his tackle he built all these years. But you turn Rick <laughs> Teets loose on I this I already deal. know what he needs to be doing. He needs to have a small A-rig yeah. that allows us to put out five different baits at the same time, three of them with hooks in it, uh-huh. maybe hanging <laughs> back a little bit further uh-huh. than the others. Right. And that tight rig would catch kokanee two and three at a time, I'll bet. Really? Yes. Yeah, he's already making some bait. Yeah, well, See, you, I told you, you tell Mr. Teets that I want to talk to him as soon as he makes one <laughs> with a little spreader that doesn't tangle up. I'm interested because I think that if you've got an offering of half a dozen fish scrolling through there, I think you're going to get faster and wilder and more action out of these fish that are wrecked there. Well, we could analyze it all day long, but uh, you talked to Alan. He told you where the best kokanee fishing is. There's no doubt about it. What are you hearing on stripers, Al? Uh, still good. I was out Monday, and we smoked them down there. Nothing big, you know, like seven, eight pounds biggest. But there's a ton of them still down there. Well, folks, but they're heading out of here. <laughs> yeah, they should be. Folks, if you haven't checked out Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube yet, you need to right away. Every week a trip and every week a tip on two different posts they make on, what is it, Monday and Wednesday you make your posts? Yep. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, the video and the report 
on Wednesday, and, you know, my reports are all current. So, you know, you can turn around and go out and catch. That's right. So Memorial and, Day weekend, the shad's still biting too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shad's. Yeah, the shad in the, Ameri- in the Americans a little bit slow, but the Sacramento is absolutely on fire. Yeah, I awesome. heard guys up in the Red Bluff area up there just getting oh, tired. Yeah. Just That's getting cool. tired of catching a lot of those fish. There's plenty yep. of them up there. Well, Alan, they need to get a subscription to uh, YouTube, and the best part about that subscription is it's absolutely free. If you'll go over to YouTube, folks, and just check out Alan Fong Outdoors, his channel there, click on subscribe. It's absolutely free. Brings it right to your desktop every time they put it out. I walk out. There it is on my computer. Punch it up. Watch the whole thing right away so I know what we're going to talk about on Saturday mornings here. There you go. (laughs) Anything else you want to share with them real quick? No, it's pretty much fishing's open, you know, anywhere. You could go catch fish anywhere. And I bet bet you're doing the same thing I'm doing this weekend, sitting at home, not going anywhere, thinking I hope all those people have a real nice time. No, I'm going to sneak out. I might, I'm going to start doing a series on, you know, on your fish finders. So I'll be working on that this weekend. No, more info for you anglers out there. Alan Fong. Thank you much for joining so us. So when are we going to film on Folsom, dude? Yeah, I'll get you in one day. We'll go. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. Well, Maybe I'll take you kokanee fishing first. That Probably would be not. ideal. That would be perfect, Alan. <laughs> Alan, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. See you guys. Alan Fong Outdoors, make sure you subscribe to that and get it coming. You know, in. I guess I do rep a you know, whole bunch of boats that can kokanee fish with. What a great idea. Let's go do that. I have one. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Well, Quick break right now. When we come back, Mike Ogney is going to tell us everything we need to know about salmon season up and down the coast, temporary closures, reopening dates, and how big I'm going to catch when I'm out with him on August 15th on The Real Magic. Right after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. 
family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. Rance is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing fine. So, they're closing salmon fishing, huh? Yeah, I'll be closing salmon fishing. But I'm going to go back to your last segment, though. You know, Kent, one way you can get into kokanee fishing is you, what you do is you go up to the stampede, you get your 10 kokanee. You keep those suckers alive, and you bring them down the delta, and you start fly lying for some of those black bass. Down there. You'd, you'd win every tournament around. I would imagine you'd also get to meet a guy in a green, green blue, black yeah, truck, well, yeah, whatever, the, the, badge. The, the guys in green would, would, would come and visit you, but you have a lot of fun trying. You can only use bait fish. In the lake that, that it was caught from, you you do realize you do realize that it, you know I I've got some friends and family that are still outlaws and I can't even play with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go duck hunt with you, buddy. Don't allow me anymore to play with them. <laughs> okay. Every time I go with you, there's a there's someone watching us with binoculars. Right? Yeah, it's the guy in a green truck who keeps driving us back to our truck. This is really nice <laughs> valet service. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> with your hands coast. behind your back. Okay, what do you got going anyway, up on in- the coast? We're seeing our best weather that we've seen in a month. Uh, you know, the, the longest segment. It's not going to last, but we've had three great days of uh, weather. So, you know, I'm going to start at the top of the state, the very top: Crescent City, Limits, Eureka, uh, Tony Sepulveda, um Gary Blassie on the uh, the, the uh, Sea Weasel and the other six packs getting limits out in 250 uh, feet of water, a couple of miles outside of the, of the uh, harbor. Nice, you know, qu- nice quality fish, but a different grade. We're seeing a bigger grade down here than we are up there, but they're getting limits. So they 
They got the, uh, the the quantity. They just don't quite have quality yet. But these fish are growing quick. They're probably seeing what I'm seeing in most of the, of the photos from up north. There are a lot of 24, 25, 26-inch fish. And you get down here to the, the fish that have been off of uh, Half Moon Bay, and you're looking at uh, a 10 to 15-pound average. There's been just a really nice grade down there. Um, out of the uh, out of uh, Bodega Bay, it's been kind of a matter of uh, you got to be either lucky or good. Now my my partner Merlin, he's a, he's a good salmon fisherman. He released one silver yesterday and had limits of rockfish and lead tide. Said water temp was 48 degrees, so it's still cold. Water's just getting a little bit of brown to it. And if we could have had a few more days of calm weather, they probably would have bit. But the lucky fisherman, like my buddy Ronnie White, who's listening to the show, I'm sure I'm going to get a phone calls as soon as I get off of here. <laughs> he listens you to your that? show every week. The lucky fishermen are getting up to four salmon per boat, uh, mainly um, off of Elephant Rock, Bird Rock, out in 40, 50 fathoms of uh, water. It just hasn't quite come together. Between the cold water and all the upwelling, we just don't, you know, the Mother Nature's feeding trough just hasn't quite caked in, but it's going to happen here. Um, after uh, Tuesday, the season is shut down for three weeks. We're going to come back on June 23rd and hopefully, or yeah, the 23rd, and hopefully knock the piss out of the uh, out of the fish. Half Moon Bay, the deep reef has been the uh, the hot spot. Um, boats from the Golden Gate are running, taking the uh, the long run south. Uh, boats from Half Moon Bay, it's about an hour trip for for, for them, so a little bit quicker. But guys are, are getting limits the past uh, two three days there. And Santa Cruz uh, was, was back on the map, and they were getting up to eight limits, I heard, from uh, Chris's uh, sport fishing. And I want to thank Mr. Dave Early with the hot sheet for uh, tuning me into that because I would not have heard of that without Dave's wide-ranging uh, inf- information. But uh, there's a lot of salmon on the coast. The waters from Pigeon Point North shut down. I just want to clarify that um, for the three weeks. And the water's south of Pigeon Point, they remain open. So if you want to get salmon, head to a Monterey Bay. Uh, we got a flat, flat, flat ocean here again uh, this morning. Five knots of wind at the Bodega Bay buoy. Water temp, 48 de- degrees. Um, but we're going to start seeing some hard wind tomorrow. So make your plans accordingly. And uh, you might just want to go up to Stampede, pick up some some live bait, and go fishing. No, Just you there. might not want to do that if you want to not go to jail. If you're fishing, stamp, if you're fishing Stampede. <laughs> Get up to Stampede, catch your coconut, take them home, cook them, and enjoy them. In the meantime, exactly. get on the real magic and get out and catch some king salmon off one of the nicest, quickest catamarans around. Nice, smooth ride, plenty of room for you and the, your gang that you're taking out with you or if you're going with other folks. It's a great opportunity. Might give them all the hookup info they need. for. And the you might even learn how to crabby dance. And yeah, it, uh, you will learn the dance. <laughs> so the real easy phone number, 707-875-BOAT. We'll get you hooked up. Uh, June is almost sold out. July, there's a couple of openings and lots of room in August. But our peak season is around the corner, and we're looking forward to it. So. There's no room on August 15th. It's already taken care of. Oh, and that fish that you're, you're going to get, we're going to get limits of 15 to 24-pound fish. I want a 30. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and my great coastal river, coastal saltwater, and all the saltwater action you ever wanted. He's our expert here and has been for over 20 years. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon.
Thanks, guys. Stay out of jail, Kent. <laughs> Just don't get any tickets. That's the name of the game. All right, we're running a little late. Let's take a fast break right now and come back because we're going to have some fun in just a minute. I'm going to take you live to Eagle Lake where the wind is blowing. And I wonder if the fish are biting for those that are willing to get out there and suffer. I've suffered enough. We'll be right back after this. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsman. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530 530- 735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing up giant fish pictures get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu improve your fish catching and end the lost fish stories Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. There's, There's a, a new a ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghosted. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and have we got a show for you in the second hour. There's a lot coming up. Plus, our first guest, hey, in case you didn't know it, it's Memorial Day weekend, and it's the opener at Eagle Lake. That's right, trophy rainbow trout available. The wind's blowing. We're going to check in with 
Tim Noxon with Fish Traveler's Guide Service in just a moment. Ken will have the lucky winner of the Gun Owners of California drawing that they held a couple of days ago. And Steve Carson, director of Penn Fishing Universities, our own senior tuna, said it went thermonuclear yesterday down there. So my guess is there's a couple of tuna being caught. Captain Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing is going to hook up with us, talking Delta Striper action. Kent Brown's got some bassing info for you guys while these fish are on the spawn, off the spawn, and what you can expect. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us with great stuff on freshwater and cold water updates for Northern California anglers. Let's waste no time. Let's head to Eagle Lake, and let's hook up with the man himself from Fish Traveler's Guide Service. Tim Noxon joins us live. My guest from the couch with the winds blowing this morning. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Sep. I wish I could uh, say I was reporting from the water, but you're right. I was standing in my boat this morning, 30 up in Spalding. It was gusting pretty good, so I waited till 4 o'clock. Called my people, and they said, well, we're all hungover anyway. We're going back to bed. So I said, that's a good <laughs> assume anyway, uh, I would assume you'll be fishing them tomorrow then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go over there tonight and make sure they behave themselves, too. That's the but, best uh, way to do it. Keep track of those clients. There are some people that launch. In fact, quite a few. It it, it actually calmed down quite a bit. I'm really surprised. I talked to uh, Michael Cameron's up here. You know him. Oh, yeah. He's out on the water right now with a couple boats. They've got five fish between them. What's going on is uh, it's a good chop out on the main body, so everybody is launching at the launch ramp, which is uh, – which is up and running. Uh, there is a courtesy launch ramp dock and everything down there, so uh, you know the the, the launch is not a problem. And uh, everybody's launching, turning right, running up the right side, up the Eagle's Nest side, Ronald McDonald's side there on the east side where they can stay out of the wind. And uh, they're catching some fish. They got two and a half to three pound fish already on uh, on the top five feet, and they're trolling uh, rust co- rust colored fiery rust J Fair flies. Little Cleos are working, but like I say, they're right on uh, side planers, which are awful tough to do in the wind, but they're doing it anyway. A lot of boats up there. I'd say there's about 65 to 70 boats that have launched today, and most of them are up on the right-hand side up there. Hey, there's some there's uh, serious anglers heading up there. The only serious anglers are fishing opening day because, folks, this the conditions up there can be beautiful sunshine and 70 degrees. Or you can be there and never see 30 degrees on opening day. It's kind of up in the air every year, isn't it, Tim? You got that right. It's uh, June is a pretty interesting month. You could have snow, or you're right, it could be 70 degrees. It's 44 right now, which is pretty cold. It's going to get down to 33 tonight, 31 to cold. So, uh, anyway, I wanted to go up and fish the youth camp, but I knew I couldn't get up there and run all the way back in the wind. I mean, of course I could, but it would be miserable. <laughs> so, Anyway, uh, my plan is to head to the west side tomorrow over by shrimp and, and fish wildcat shrimp in the youth camp area with flies. And uh, hopefully I give you a good report next week. But uh, that's what's going on this week. Uh, the, the bathrooms are open. The launch ramp's open. The fish cleaning station, I think, is open. The sheriff's boats got out yesterday or the day before and placed some of the uh, buoys on the hazardous rock piles out there, which is important. So come on up and fish Eagle Lake if, if, uh, and uh, don't drink too much the night before, huh? Yeah, that's a fact. I did a TV show up there one time, and everybody drank too much the night before. That was a late start that morning, let me tell you. 
In any event, Tim, the action up there is going to be good for folks that, are, that have ventured out, that have made it out. It might be a little uncomfortable in the wind, but that's what they're there for. They expect that kind of stuff, or they wouldn't be out there dressed the way they are. The folks that are going to catch fish are the ones that are going to be dropping in on them before they get scared to death out there. But, folks, one of the keys to Eagle Lake is to fish with the wind. Turn your boat around, let the wind blow to you, and the fish are going to keg up along that shoreline, whichever shoreline the wind is coming from. So drive, are going to, drive through there, and that's probably why they're fishing that area, in addition to the fact that it casts a huge shadow over the water and there's not a lot of sunlight that penetrates because the fish are up high right now. And the other thing is it knocks down the wind, but it also holds a lot of minnows and bait fish all along that shallow area along the beach and then running up towards the water tank, right on all the way up to what I used to call white trees, the big cove before you get to the youth camp, and then the youth camp up there where Tim was planning on starting in the big rocky areas where it can really be good. Big fish like to hang out there and uh, just do nothing but grow. Tim, what's your biggest fish out of that lake ever? Uh, five pounds, three ounces. Well, keep going, my friend. I got a seven six out of there one time. Maryland got a six twelve or something. Also, so they're out there, and there are pigs. And the biggest one that I have ever known for sure that was caught on the lake was a ten pounder by Michael Fong fly fishing up there many years ago. Some big, <laughs> some big fish. Well, Tim, give them the hookup information for Fish Travelers Guide Service. You've got a lot of years experience under your belt up there. They need to get on board and have a fun day at trophy trout fishing. Appreciate it, Seth. 916-201-4648, and I'll be starting my fishing reports as soon as I get on the water. You can get them uh, at uh, Facebook under Fish Traveler Guide Service. All right, sounds good. I just want to remind everybody that uh, David Leroy with Heritage Land Company up there has all kinds of cabin rentals available for you. The Eagle Lake RV Park is open, and the Eagle Lake RV store is open. Everything you need right there in the town of Spalding. At the south end, the store isn't open right now, and the Christie Campground isn't open right now. But the Merrill Campground, the Eagle Campground, and the Walk-In Campground, I don't remember the name of that one, are all open, but Christie's on hold right now. They had a transition going through the concessionaires up there, and it got stuck in the last minute getting everything done. And I want to thank Tim Knoxon for all the phone calls that he's made everywhere from getting the docks, the docks in, getting the buoys out on the water. You've been fighting a tireless battle, and you continue to fight that battle. I know you're working on plans with the the community up there to hopefully extend that launch ramp so that if we do have continued drought, they'll be able to have access to the lake. And I know California Inland Fisheries Foundation is stepping up with some help, and I'm sure that uh, a lot of people will jump on board. It's an important heritage lake in California that needs accessibility, and it's important not only to the Spalding community but to the entire community in Susanville and Lassen County up there. They require, they need the revenues that come out of ventures like this. And we hope you'll come up there and enjoy the great fishing opportunities for them. Tim, real quick, give them that phone number for Fish Travelers again. 916-201-4648. All right, partner, you have a great time up there. And if you hear anything else before we get off the show, before we get off the air, just give us a shout back. Give us an update. Thanks, Tim. All right. Appreciate it. Tim Knoxon with Fish Travelers Guide Service. Well, Mr. Brown... I'd rather be here today than in the wind in 40 degrees. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds a little chilly up there, Seth, without a doubt. But uh, it, it never fails. Memorial Day weekend rolls around and we get a little cold snap or rain or snow or 
combination ice on the ramp yeah exactly right hey the 2022 primary election is on tuesday june the 7th if you need help identifying which candidates for state senate and assembly support the second amendment you can go to the gun owners of california website click on the resources tab then click on the goc campaign committee logo and then click on goc candidate scorecard tab you'll have all the information that you need check it out at gunownersca.com winner number 22 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns in 52 weeks. Raffle, you can't say that real fast three times. So. <laughs> Not uh, to try. Ticket number 577, it's Clint Isbell of Lewiston, California. Congratulations, he's got a Savage Rascal Bolt Action Youth Rifle and 22 Long Rifle. Uh, they're going to be sending you down to do all the proper paperwork on that. Uh, 2022, the 47th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Make sure you're supporting gun owners of California. A little plinker gun for that young man yeah. to start enjoying a new shooting sport. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We've uh, got to take a quick commercial, and then i got to get an answer out of Steve Carson. Did he have a thermonuclear attack in San Diego, or did the tone, tuna just go nuts? I think it was the tuna. We'll find out right after this quick break. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways fish the peak times with one of the best Folsom Lake rainbows in January and February Delta stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King salmon runs check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990 licensed bonded insured and permitted on all waters fished Avoid the hassles. Go with Tightlines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now is the man himself, Senior Tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, sir. You left out my new best friend. Yeah, Kent's new best friend. My new best friend, Senior I want to know, did you get hit with a nuclear, thermonuclear explosion down there? Well, given the proliferation of uh, military installations here in San Diego... That if we got hit with a uh, nuclear device, I would say right about now, the entire world will be melted down. Yes, and so would you. <laughs> <laughs> and you too. Believe me, you are not far enough away. That's but a no, fact. Um, yeah, we, I was specifically talking about Wednesday night's bite um, on Bluefin Tuna. It was insane. It was crazy. Um, also, by the way, and, and there's a lot of season to come. Many people would say we the season even isn't even really in the period when it would ordinarily even start, but it's been going on for two months. But we had a new biggest bluefin tuna of the season so far. Uh, it was on on Wednesday night, two hundred and eighty four pounds. Um, but that was just one fish. More sort of more importantly. Um, over half the fish caught on Wednesday night, the bluefin tuna, were over 100 pounds. Quite a few were over 150 pounds, up to about 180. Um, the 80-pounders were the little ones. So, you know, and, and that was Wednesday night. Every it, It's fishing, so every night's different. Uh, uh, last night, a couple of boats uh, still limited out, but all the fish were, you know, in the 30-pound range. Well, something must have been going on, Steve, because just the other day, an 832-pound bluefin was caught off of Florida. That's a, well, yeah, that's, that's a, a different big, species, though. I, that, I know, that, but that's, that's a, a big species. that's a big tuna, even for Florida. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, ordinarily, as they as they migrate up the coast. Um, they get bigger and bigger because they eat the entire way. And then when, once they get uh, up off New England and even move in off Prince Edward Island in, in Nova Scotia there, that's where the really big ones are. But uh, Well, a 280, whatever you told me, a 284 is nothing to shake a stick at for California, that's for sure. Well, the big thing that the captains are, are really requesting is that people come prepared with tackle. Um uh, our good friends at Fisherman's Warehouse are now carrying the the Pen Carnage three tuna rods that I helped design. So uh, make sure you get one if you if you don't have time or you don't have the money. Make sure you reserve heavy tackle ahead of time. Do not think that your old sturgeon rod or your old shark rod or your Delta catfish rod is even remotely going to be sufficient for these fish. Yeah, that Abu Garcia 6500 ain't going to cut it. There's there's good quality tackle. In fact, how do we put this gently? The mature level, maturity level, old age, you pick the word, of the average fisherman out there uh, means that that quality tackle is a must. Uh, you know, just, you know, it, 
figure out a way to do it. I like to say beg, borrow, don't steal, but figure out how to get the, the quality two-speed Penn International, et cetera, et cetera, gear to catch these big fish. It's, you know, why would you go if you can't catch them? Well, the why key, would you even do it? The key that you keep mentioning along the way is two-speed. Two speed. Oh, it, two it's speed. amazing. There, the, there's a few, a few macho guys that will say, "Oh, you don't need a two speed." <laughs> a, they're lying, or B, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you pick. You pick one of those two things. Well, I, I got to tell you, Santa Claus came to the studio this morning with some tuna around here. Well, I had to take care of Marilyn, you know. So Kent doesn't have any more. He wants to know. Senior <laughs> tuna was nice enough on my trip to San Diego. To uh, turn me around with uh, with some pretty fresh tuna sip. That's a very. It's about as fresh as you can get it. As a matter of fact, absolutely about as fresh as you can get it, and uh, it was uh, very much appreciated tuna. I I had to make that that special reservation for same day service. Literally, I came in in the morning, and uh, and I, I wheeled it over. I don't know if you could tell. I, I I wheeled it all the way about 200 feet down the waterfront, and and turned it into the uh, to the uh, the fish processors. And I think their pickup window opened at 10. And I think you were there at 10:01. Yeah, they were. They I called. He said, "I'm ready. It's ready." So yeah, I showed up down there, Sep, and they threw it in the in the yeti and filled it full of ice and some of the best eaten fish oh my you'll gosh, ever yeah, eat love in it. your life I mean, you're gonna do it raw too uh, oh no I've, I've already done it raw actually <laughs> so yeah that that was as soon as we got back from san diego oh and, i'm sure uh, i figured you'd be reaching into the ice chest with a pocket knife yeah we, we definitely did some, some little wasabi and, on the way yeah there's there's <laughs> tuna belly it's a it's all good set that that brings up an interesting point for traveling anglers from the Sacramento area or anywhere going down to San Diego. There are fish processing companies that meet the boat. They're right there. But, again, needless to say, they are at full capacity. So if you know, you know and you should know, uh, what day and what time your boat is coming in, call one of the fish processors. The one There's a couple. They're all good. And make a reservation for same day service, um, unless you need an excuse to stay over in San Diego for another day or two. Um, <laughs> you know, there's the zoo, there's all kinds of fun stuff. The beaches are nice, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an important part of it. And uh, the, the captains, every time they see me down there, um, they beg me, please, Steve, Steve, tell people bring adequate tackle. Um, you can check my Penn Fishing University Facebook page. Um, I can send Sep a list of the of the rods and reels that you need. He can put it up on his. Um, there's plenty of information out there about the tackle that you need. It's not optional. It's not a suggestion. Yeah. They don't want to be babysitting somebody with crap equipment, folks. Just, <laughs> just cut to the quick here. Be prepared. Be ready. And have everything you'll need for your trip. Make it an enjoyable trip instead of just a nightmare after nightmare as your five-year-old line keeps snapping. <laughs> you know, not a good idea. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna. He's the director of Penn Fishing Universities and knows more about saltwater fishing than Kent and I put together. That's not <laughs> And that everybody bar, else. That bar's pretty low. <laughs> Steve, thanks so much for joining us this week. Glad to hear we've got a great bite going on down there, and I'm sure you will enjoy it. And thank you for the great meals you sent this way. Thanks, Seth. All right. You thanks, take Jenna. care, my friend.
Steve Carson, just a great guy. Hey, speaking of great guys, he's not even fishing today. I want to get hooked up with Captain Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. It's probably a little breezy out there today, and he's been talking about his great striper action going on, and I believe it continues. Let's hook up with the man himself from Suhu Sport Fishing, Captain Jeff Suhu. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Tell us about it. What's it been like out there the last few days with a little bit of wind oh. and a little bit of calm? <laughs> I want to say a whole lot of wind is what we've been having. You know, we almost we almost had the turnaround on uh, what day is today? Today's Saturday, Thursday. We almost had to turn around and we found a little area holding fish and and when the tide changed everything laid out but yesterday was a whole different game yesterday was our last trip and we got out there was forecasted for less wind and i tried to get to the to an area where there was not supposed to be wind and, and it was just ripping right through there so we we called it and uh you know told the guys uh we'll just have to do it another time so they're gonna come back uh when we come back in the fall well, Jeff, the action out there has been very good. Guys have been catching a lot of fish. The spawn is waning right now. I'd say it's kind of winding down a little bit, but there's still quite a bit of action going on. What can we expect these fish to do next in the post-spawn mode around the delta? Well, you're gonna, you're, it's gonna be get back to reality. You know, we've been just that last month and a half has just been incredible. The most wide open fishing you've seen, you know, and, uh, Right now, it's back to reality. We're not seeing as many. We're not seeing the fish stacked up like they are. We're seeing a couple fish here, a couple fish there, and and it's just a nice, nice, still a nice, good fish, a nice steady pick at them. Um, I think you're going to have them, the fish are going to keep biting all the way through. You know, I mean, through the summer, it's actually good fishing on the river. It's just windy. Uh, not that there's not wind now, but you know, just typically a little slowdown in, in in July, and then it picks back up and it goes all the way through we normally come back end of august september to some pretty spectacular fishing hey jeff it's Kent. what's the uh what's the you know like water clarity we had those big winds uh you know for a few days this week how's water clarity down there the water clarity right out front here right out around the bridge it's been you know it's it's stained yeah it's which is a lot nicer than what it's been real dirty uh, in the last few weeks and uh as you go further up river it cleans up um, you know, up towards uh, prisoners, it gets clean, but there's a lot of grass in the water, right. lots and lots of grass with the tides, and you know the big tides in the wind. Yeah, as soon so as that we, makes it a little harder to fish too, especially those north winds. And as soon as we get those north winds going the other direction, it beats all that dirt off the weeds, and it it just shakes the filter set, and it just it just turns everything dirty down. Well, you know, I had a question for both of you guys, and I, now that I got you both on here, <laughs> after the spawn. Are these fish really weakened? Do they are they just really burned out? Do they immediately go to feed? Are they coming into the delta to start feeding randomly? Or are they heading straight to the bay to load up on bait fish that are in the bay? Well, I don't I don't know how they react. Feeding. And the same thing holds true for you and your bass, Kent. Exactly. I mean, post spawn fish are for the largemouth bass and stuff. They're about 50, 60%, you know. I mean, after post-spawn, they're, they're beat up. But are they just active to get food immediately it'll, it, after No, that? no, it'll, it'll take them a little bit. There's a little bit of a recovery, and then they big time go on. Jeff, what have you noticed on your stripers? You know, these fish aren't feeding. There's nothing in their bellies. You know, you know, they're doing their thing. Uh, one big thing we notice is, you know, when it gets kind of warm now, the, the bait gets real weak. The minnows, you know, they just don't do that well in the warm water. Even in the bay tank, because that water is, you know, right now about 66, 67 degrees. They just don't do that well. And if that minnow's just down there and just kind of 
swimming along real slow, kind of sluggish, sluggish. You know, it's not enough to trigger a reaction out of these things. You know, these things aren't eating. They're just there to kind of smack them and, 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 and kill them. But uh, so you need a real good live bait. You could have that bait down there. You don't get a bite. As soon as you put a very lively bait on there, you drop that thing down. That rod's doubled over. All right, Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. Delta Striper might be winding down, but it never really quits. And he's you're going to be making the move over to Emeryville, right? I will. We'll be down there uh, after June 13th. So we got a few weeks. The kids graduating from eighth grade, and we'll take some time off and probably go chase some, uh, go chase some, do some post spawn uh, spotted bass fishing. Um, you know, maybe go down and get a bluefin. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Have a little playtime, obviously. Well, give them, the, exactly. give them the phone number for Suhu Sport Fishing. They can get a hold of you and get some action with you on the boat. Yeah, it's 925-899-4045. You could follow us at Suhu Sport Fishing on Facebook and Instagram. Kind of see what's going on. As soon as we get uh, out on the uh, on the saw, we'll start posting our reports of what's been happening daily. If you guys want to come out come fish with me on the kingfish out of emeryville jeff thanks for hooking up with us today we appreciate the update on delta striper action you have a great memorial day weekend and we'll talk to you again real soon all right you guys too thank you all right thank you much wow it's it's been a busy time no doubt about that around here hey it's time for maryland and get a clue isn't it get a clue Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, there's nothing like spending the day on your boat with family and friends. Just keep safety in the back of your mind. You can't predict an emergency, so here's some tips to help, no matter the size of your boat. A properly equipped first aid kit and the knowledge on how to use it is vital to have on the boat. Duct tape can temporarily bandage a hole or a leak or an injury. Even if the boat isn't leaking, water might enter and a bucket can help bail it out. Ropes are vital for pulling in a person who falls overboard or for securing your boat to a dock or tying down items or pets if needed. Whistles are recognized if calling for help on the water and mirrors can be used to signal for help. A flashlight lets you see around the boat in the dark and allows you to be seen if you run out of fuel or have engine problems. And last but not least, keep a supply of garbage bags on hand. Use as ponchos or to protect items on board or to collect your trash. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. 
get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Yeah, I bet you'd like to hear from Travis. I had to quit talking to Kent during the breaks. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Hey, it said you caught a lot of Jack when you were down in uh, Mexico. Kent Jack wanted, Daniels? Kent wanted to know if that was J.D., my friend. No, 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 no. Tequila. Oh, I got you. <laughs> oh, so you did catch some fish then? Yeah, I did catch some fish. We caught a bunch of Jacks down there, and we caught some snapper, and we caught some mackerel. We had a great time fishing. Big Spanish, big Spanish mackerel down there. Yeah, yeah, we had fun, and it was nice fish. Uh, the jacks all ran about forty to forty to forty-five pounds apiece. Hey, I know how those things fight. You had to be a burned-out camper after your first fish, dude. Well, I wasn't too bad. We had taken some pin reels from the store down, and we had two-speed reels, so oh. we were having fun. Old man reels. I like that kind of stuff. They yeah. make, make life a whole lot easier, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, we'd taken a couple pins down, a couple rods, uh, Phoenix rods and stuff down with us to test them out for the store, and we just had an absolute ball with them. There were six of us fishing, and we had an all-day trip. Now, that's a long trip out there. <laughs> Non-stop action, too. I know the way it works down there. We went out for sailfish down there one time, and we're thinking, oh, gee, we'll be lucky if we catch a single sailfish. I'm sitting in the back just watching out the back, and there are sailfish popping out of the water trying to hit the lures like they're 
crappie fishing. I mean, yep. it was unbelievable. We got, ended up catching the six or eight of them for the day. It was just a <laughs> phenomenal day. There are some great fishing opportunities down there. And catching, I don't know if you were Amber Jacks or what Jack family member it was you were getting into, but those are a saltwater battle, man. Yeah, they are. They were fun. They're almost as good as the yellow fin or blue fin. Well, we had six. We had a bunch of double hookups all day long. I can I can hear you guys screaming. Was your old man with you too? No, it was me and some friends and my brother-in-law. Well, that'll be a good time. Yeah, you know, we had a good time. We took our wives down there and we all went fishing, snorkeling, and enjoyed life in Mexico for a little while. Well, and now you're back to the real world. What do you got going on in the store right now? Well, right now we got a Memorial Day sale, of course, going on right now. We got all kinds of fishing gear on sale. Trout stuff are up fishing in the mountains. We got a few guns on sale. Ammunition, what we do have, we got um, some non-lead ammo. Not much, but some. So if you're looking for some, come on down. We may have it. We got a few different calibers in stock. And what else do we got? Uh, we got an unbelievable deal on the SIG Mark 25. I'm putting it out at 1300 bucks. Hmm, that's a heck of a price. Yep. Is that what Mr. Kennedy came by and picked up the other day? Mr. Kennedy came by and got a Scorpion. Ah, Kent, Kent Brown and I were just talking about that. Rick Kennedy, the old guy, the old Tight Lines Guide Service came by the house the other day. We had a nice conversation for a couple of hours and then uh, he headed down to pick up a gun from travis at guns fishing and other stuff there's reasons people come down from grass valley to buy guns there because they can get them in stock and they got what you need yeah if i ain't got it i can find it usually <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it works yeah but uh got all that and it's all going on through the week and we'll be setting up for that and we're going to be looking forward to our father's day uh sale coming up here in june we're going to put on a big sale for that Dad's got to get some kind of good treatment, you know. We always get in the back corner. <laughs> yeah, good Good luck with that one. Yeah, well, we're going to try. But like I said, the pinwheels that we used down there were just fantastic. I think next time I'm going to carry a couple of habits down with me and see how they work out in the salt water. Hey, if you want to have some real fun, take a lightweight spinning reel, about a nine-foot rod, and you'll have a handful. That you would. You know, <laughs> I would like to try some fly fishing on them. <laughs> Well, any of it's fun as long as there's a tug on the other end of the line. I'm glad you had the opportunity to escape from the stores and get down there because guns fishing and other stuff has got to keep you busy running between those two stores. It does lately. We've been running back and forth trying to get our business and keep things moving and keep stuff on the shelf. And I've had to run down to Dublin twice this week, so it's been a must. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had the chance to get down to Mexico and do some fishing, and thanks for sharing the results and the opportunity and experience with our listeners. We appreciate it, Travis. Not a problem. You guys have a great weekend. Come on down to the store and check out the sales. I'll see you at the store. You got it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, Kent, I asked you half the questions already about spawn, <laughs> post-spawn for bass, and it's just something that I started thinking about. I even asked you, is this an opportunity where we should be leaving them alone no. while they're on the bed? No, it's really not. And, and I mean, you know, yeah, you don't want to be taking a lot of them home, but, you know, I mean, even even at that, you know, Seth, the... There's a lot of them, and and a lot of the folks that uh, that don't understand how it works, 
we don't plant bass in our lakes. They, they, you know, they spawn naturally. It's not a planted fish. It's not a kokanee. It's not a trout. It's not, uh, you know, a king salmon. So it, you know, in that respect, uh, they, they actually, uh, reproduce pretty well, whether it's in the Delta or, or Clear Lake or, or in our reservoirs. Some cool stuff going on. Um, talk to a couple of folks that are, have fished a few of the, of the reservoirs, Folsom being one of them. Um, huge threadfin shad populations this year, which is kind of different, you know, and I mean, you see a lot of bait fish on those lakes and they're usually pond smelt, much smaller, you know, little bait fish, but, uh, big threadfin shad populations and, uh, had a friend at Camp Far West that was talking about, you know, gosh, the threadfin shad are everywhere. So that's kind of cool. We're, you know, I, and I don't know if they're very cyclic, you know, it happens for a couple of years and then it doesn't. So, uh, so that part's kind of cool to, uh, to see, you know, the, the big bait populations because that helps. The How fishery. long does it take these fish to recover after spawn? So you know, the thing of it is, is they don't all spawn at the same time. You know, they'll, it's like we talked at Clear Lake, you know, they'll, they'll start spawning at Clear Lake in yeah, late February, March. Yeah, and that I first heard your guy today said they're spawning uh, like mad all over. Yeah, they said there's a bed fish every five feet at Clear Lake right now, but they'll spawn through August up there. You know, there's a, there's waves of fish that will go. So we're not doing any harm out there. <laughs> not at all. Good. Uh, not at all. And, and the Delta, heck, you'll never see half the fish that spawn on the Delta, you know, and, uh, and same with our reservoirs. And, you know, where everybody looks at five foot of water and they see a bed fish, what they don't realize, Sep, is they'll spawn out to 20 or 25 feet. Yeah. You don't see them. You know, you just flat don't see them. But, hey, I got a quick uh, got a quick one I got to throw out because uh, next Friday night, Markley Cove Marina. You know, my daughter does, you know, a little music. A and, lot uh, of music. A lot of music. Okay. Um, anyway, she's uh, she's going to be doing a, uh, a concert at Markley Cove Marina. Karina Blanton and Mark kind of helped her get in with those folks down there. And uh, she's going to be down there next Friday night. I think it starts at 7. But uh, Marilyn cool. and I'll have to scoot over for that. Well, that's Markley, awful late for Markley old people. Cove. But yeah, it could be uh, fun. We can make it, it till late eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might be fun. So been able anyway, to we're going to be down at Markley Cove next uh, Friday night, hanging out with her. And I think we're going to scoot down there too because yeah. I'd like to see what they've got going down there and see what kind of stuff they're doing at night. Yeah, kind of. I'm watching like it, it slowly put itself back together. Yes, right that's now. really the cool part is we are seeing it slowly. Hey, I have an opportunity together. here that I think we need to jump on right now. Buddy of mine, as you heard earlier, is fishing live on Eagle Lake. It's Mike Cameron, a friend of mine for over 25 years. He's live on the water right now. Let's check in live at Eagle Lake and find out how his opening day is going. Tim Knoxon said he had a couple of fish earlier with that when he talked to Mike. Let's find out more. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kent. What's up, man? Hey, tell us about it. What's your morning like out there? Well, it's starting out before 7. It was actually calm. Five-mile-an-hour winds, probably very little chop on the water. It's it's gotten bumpy now. We're riding the bull, but it's, <laughs> it, it, it started out. We started out late. We have two partner boats that got out before us as we were taking off. Um, a guy came back in and said, there's a stranded boat out there. So we went and picked up that stranded boat and towed him back. And then in that meantime, our friends got about five fish in about 40 minutes. Oh, geez. Jumping on the boat for him. And I'm sure it's just a matter of you getting in the right place at the right time, so you'll be hooking up before you know it, too. Oh, yeah, we're working it. Every, it's J-Fair Specials, um, J-Fair Burn Orange, Little Cleos. I mean, there's there's no rhyme or reason. Just about it. We're getting them on just about everything different. Nothing nothing keeps hitting the same thing over and over. Yeah, it's no we're pattern yet. Up. They don't know what's going on. They suddenly see all these lures coming through the water. They have no clue what's happening up there right now. 
They just got a bunch of fish going, what the hell is going on up so, here? I don't know no. crap about Eagle Lake. You know that. Yeah. And, and not anything I've ever done. But for years and years and years and years, we hear about J. Fair flies. Mm -hmm. Where do people buy them? You can buy them right up there. And they... I don't feel like the only place well, is Jay to get passed them there. A, Jay right? passed away, and his right? son continued the okay. business. And I don't think they're available wildly or right. widely out there. I think so. It's something you kind of have to get when you get to town. Usually, they have great displays of them in the stores up up around Eagle Lake and okay. Susanville, so you can get what you need. Well, because we talk about them, and every time we talk about Eagle Lake, somebody says Jay Ferris flies. Well, when we were Sep trolling flies, we talked about Sep trolling. Exactly flies. right. But I sold that company. <laughs> exactly right. But we hear about it, and I was just like, I wonder where you buy them because I knew Jay had passed away. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're still available out there, and believe me, folks, a good trolling fly out there is as good as a good grub, as good as a night crawler. It's all in the presentation and how you lay it out there. And I know Mike Cameron and his gang are a bunch of good anglers out there. They're good fishermen, so I know they're approaching it right and using every technique possible. Well, Mike, the uh, stretch you're fishing right now, where are you? We're probably outside with this McDonald's. We're just east of McDonald's. There's a McDonald's um, camp. It's that McDonald's camp along towards the water tower. Yeah, and right now we've been going back and forth. Right now we're heading back towards the marina area. We moved out the shallow area. You know when a net comes out here, everybody swarms the boat that pulled out the net. So we're trying to stay outside the boats. Keep the net low. And another piece <laughs> yeah. of it. Another piece of advice for Eagle Lake: Go fish someplace nobody's fishing. Because you don't cheer when you catch them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Mike, I know it's important you get your head down and keep watching those fish and watching your graph to make sure you stay into them. So we appreciate you checking in with us. We appreciate the fact that knowing your friends are out there and you guys are catching fish. So have fun. Enjoy opening day at Eagle Lake, and I will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks for hooking up with us. We're having a, we're having a blast. Thank you. It's an honor to be on the show. All right. Take care, guy. He's having some fun, no doubt about that. Well, Mr. Brown, anything else I need to know about bass fishing before we move on? Well, you know what? Yeah. I mean, I got something. I watched, uh, what's his name on, uh, Ross? Yes, Ross England up at Clear yeah. Lake right now. Yeah. They're, they're getting skinny again. Well, it, that, it's, it's that time of year. I mean, it is that time of year and, and they're spawning out and they're losing, they're losing weight. Yeah, but the ramps are getting skinny. Oh, again. the ramps are getting skinny. Yeah, they are. You know, they're, they're, we're, we're going to lose that rattlesnake ramp uh, or the redbud ramp probably in the next couple weeks. And I saw a lot of hitch being caught up there. I didn't realize how big those hitch are. Yeah. Well, it's about the size of a Huddleston swim base. <laughs> <laughs> it's about he, like a kokanee at Marty Lake. That's exactly uh, what I was Yeah, exactly say. right. So, um, you know, but the, but the Lakeport ramps are still good. You can still launch up there, fifth and third street, no problem. Um, still able to launch a little sketchy, but still able to launch up there at the Oaks down on the rattlesnake arm. Uh, and that'll go literally from the ramp to the beach. When There's the going to be a lot of kayakers there. up there pretty it's soon. It's going to be the best damn kayak lake this fall that anybody's ever been to, Sap. It there, really is. There's going to be kayak bass tournaments. Well, there already is, but yeah. <laughs> a lot more. It's going to be the only way to get on the lake, it seems like. It's going to be kayaks, and there's going to be a bunch of that. And, and uh, you know, it's just, it's just uh, right now, it's definitely one of the places that should be on your bucket list. If you bass fish, crappie fish, not to mention, we talked about catfishing with the folks from Elkhorn. Oh, my God. Catfish. I wouldn't eat them out of the place, but it's off the hook up there.
just catfishing's amazing. Catch the heck out of them. It's a lot of fun. It's one of those things you can big. take take a kid out, and that rod will be bending yeah. all day long. Yeah, they're big up there, so that part's kind of fun. I'm headed to Clear Lake in a couple. Well, not 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 next week, but I'm headed there week after next step. So we're uh, looking forward to it. All right. Hey, we've got a buddy here on the line right now. We ought to bring into this conversation. Absolutely. Joining us right now is the editor of Western Outdoor News, one of the guys that knows everything going on out there. We've asked him to share some Northern California freshwater opportunities with you. Mr. Dave Hurley joins us now. Good morning, Dave. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, you're right on about Clear Lake, uh, Kent. There's some big catfish in there. They had that uh, three-day catfish derby last uh, weekend before. I think the biggest fish were 25 pounds, something like that. <laughs> they are just monsters. It's it's shocking to you when you rear back and set the hook on some of those. And I used to use that bobber hanging, uh, suspending a night crawler about four, five, six inches off the bottom technique. And I tell you, that bobber goes under. You better swing, and you better swing fast. Those fish can crush a big crayfish and be gone in about a second. Yeah, they, they, the, the, those guys that fish that catfish derby, they are serious. They oh, take it dead they serious. They really spend a lot of time on dialing that in. And, uh, and, uh, local guys won it, but, uh, there were some really good teams, uh, that came from all over the place to fish that derby. Hey, you got so out fishing and cool. actually got into some king salmon lately. Can you believe that? I actually went fishing. So yesterday I get a call, a text on Thursday afternoon says, the north side's on fire. Can you go tomorrow? And, of course, you know, I'm going to say, of course, I'm going tomorrow. So I went out with Captain Trent Slate and a few friends yesterday, and we had a ball. You know, within sight of the Golden Gate, I mean, we can see the Golden Gate Bridge from where we were. We limited out by 10 o'clock. You know, we hadn't even got the lines in the water for five minutes before the captain hooked up, and he had the hot rod. You know, it's weird how that works out that way, but he, he out of the 10 hookups, he had six of them. You know, and uh, it was amazing because and he was do- he was fish. doing everything that he told people to do. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he he uh, of course, you know, I had to shake the rust off. You know, I lose my first fish. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since I trolled for salmon because I love to drift for them. But it was a blast, and it was flat calm. And so, if you want to go today, today's the day. Because I guess, like I heard Mike talk earlier, we got some wind coming tomorrow. And that's been the big limiting factor. So, yeah, once in a while, you know, a blind squirrel finds an acorn. And I was out there with the right people at the right time, and I got my fish yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad so, you found really your nice ones too. I'm glad you found your acorn, and I hope it serves you for many a meal. <laughs> it, it's going to be, and I'm going to be able to share it too. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, as far as freshwater, I'm glad you talked about crappie because it seems like we got postponed. Not only bass and stripers, but the crappie are also in that post-spawn phase. And a lot of guys are targeting them at places like Don Pedro and Maloney's. And obviously Clear Lake is a biggie as well. You know, they're still going there. And uh, it's that time of year they're going to be moving out into the deeper water. And uh, another place that's big crappie place is Lake Isabella down south. Uh, people come from all over. They come from L.A., Fresno, the fish crappie. And, um, you know, there's a big lure, for, a big allure for that particular species of fish. Uh, it's pretty amazing. You know, people really go crazy over crappie. I do. I absolutely I, go fanatic about it. I just watched Fish and Attic do another uh, video at Clear Lake. Uh, that's the gym in uh, Mon Seichow. Yeah. They have a fabulous YouTube channel for that. They've gone from uh, about 600 subscriptions when we met them, got them on the air and everything, talked them up. Now they have 6,000-something subscriptions on their YouTube channel. 
And I got to tell you, the video they posted this week, a big monster black and white crappie, just impressive. Pound and a half, two and a half pounds. And they, the lake has larger, too. Just consistently catching fish, n- use, utilizing their electronics on board to help them find them. Once they locate them, they just stack them. So what I had Kent do this morning in the studio was to watch their video and mark every spot they were on on a map for me so I could see exactly <laughs> where they are. And he knows every inch of that shoreline, so he knows. Oh, yeah, that's right around the corner from Wally's place, you know. And down and, uh, So I'll be able to catch a crappie up there, too. I, I used to fish farm ponds back in Arkansas. That was that was my thing. Marilyn and I would even go back, and we'd sit there, and we'd just fish farm ponds, just catching slab crappie, having the time of our life, just catching release. And uh, it's very fun, and they're a very good fish to eat. I used to fish them at Berryessa and everywhere. And this is the time of year you're going to catch them. They've already spawned. There's a lot of fish available. Go for it. One of the best eating fish out there, and there's plenty of them. There are plenty of them, but we can put a big herd on them. You know, I know Clear Lake was not the same this year. And so that's one of the things I think we should look at is the 25 seems a bit excessive. Oh, absolutely. Hey, who in the hell wants to clean 25 crappie? I mean, come on. That's 50 slabs off the side. I'm not interested in that. Catch what you need. Don't keep what you can. That's all you got to do. Catch and release. Release them all. Keep three or four of them that are a great meal for you or your family. Fillet the males, throw back the females, and have a party. That's just the way it should be. That's the way it should be done to have fun and to help our fisheries. And speaking of our fisheries, Dave, there's been a lot of stuff going on about water we haven't had the chance to talk about. There's been some really passing the buck and some sleazy deals apparently going on. Yeah, I, I, I was fortunate enough to work with Dick Poole and Mike Conley a couple of weeks ago to write an editorial and an article that, that ran in Western Outdoor News about these voluntary agreements that were done without the cooperation or the invitation of environmental groups, water um, uh, fisheries, or the tribes. And uh, these were all made between the um, the water contractors and the the, the state and federal agencies, and now the Metropolitan Water District in L.A. has signed on to the voluntary agreements as well. With and, no uh, involvement they, whatsoever with fisheries personnel, and apparently it ticked off a lot of people. Uh, it's, the problem is, is that, you know, uh, this we have got to do something different. There's no question about it. I mean, our salmon are really hurting. I mean, if we didn't truck salmon to the ocean every year, which is just unbelievable that we have to do that, there's no way we'd be catching these fish now. Mm-hmm. But then coming back into the rivers is very difficult. Look how many guides had to vacate the, the Sacramento River fishery just because they can't make it. Oh, they can't make it. Half, the of, half of the guides are gone now. Exactly. And all the old-time guides are, have moved on. They just cannot make a living doing this. You know, they have to rely on other things. So um, what what is very interesting is that 6% of the rice, um, you know, and, and we – we export 2 billion pounds of rice to Asia every year. Um, 6% of the rice land is, is put fallow, but then there's money that's from these voluntary agreements that are going to go back into the rice farmers themselves. But And that, that's okay. I understand that. But no money is going into any of the salmon guys who've lost their business. Or, you know, and then the commercial salmons. You know, their day, they used to fish 100, 200 and something days a couple of years ago. Now they're down to a total of 114 days 
they've lost half their season within two years. Well, some of these That's decisions tough. that are being made are just questionable as hell. Seth, and- I got to tell you, I, I drove to San Diego last, you know, last week, as you well know, and I, you would not believe the new young orchards and those were just the ones you could see from i5 when are we when are we going to put a moratorium on that when are it's we going to stop around, it even around vacaville and yeah. dixon they're just loading them when up. are we going to stop the new orchards well we don't have the water for them. they we don't have the water for the orchards they're telling us we're going to have cutbacks on electricity they're telling us we're going to have shortages of gasoline now wait a minute there's going to be a lot more shortages out there we are not heading for a great place right here with this water situation yeah. And if this drought continues, we need to get some resolution to it and to do things different, as Dave says. I just can't believe that they got to the point where Mr. Dick Poole, one of the diehards in our industry, resigned and said, I won't be part of this anymore. That Yeah, that says everything right it there. It certainly does. That man is us. That man is fisheries. That man is sport fishing. And he quit out of disgust because of it. And we're out of time. Dave? Topic for next week. Thank you so much. Water next week. (laughs) Take care. Thank Thank you you so much. We'll talk again about this issue. It's very important. Well, folks, I hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I want you to be safe out there. Remember, boating and Department of Boating Waterways kicks off with their safety program this weekend. Wear your life jackets. Be careful and appreciate what our wonderful troops have done for us in the past to keep our freedom we'd like to know what you'd like to hear on california sportsman and ultimate bass for more information on fishing and hunting guided trips and more visit us on the internet at seps.com california sportsman and ultimate bass productions of seps outdoors incorporated leading the way in outdoor entertainment join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m for another seps saturday morning outdoors